Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my G-F-C-A-R-O-L. What in the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know what G-F stands for? Sure. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Great friend. Better not be your friend. What? <laughs> We're not four enemies. <laughs> We're enemies involved in a laundry war. <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? So you haven't noticed that your underpants haven't been getting washed lately? <laughs> okay, so apparently I guess I'm, the, I'm in war by myself. <laughs> they were stiffer than normal, I guess. <laughs> well, if you don't put them in the laundry hamper, they're not getting washed. You're really not washing my clothes? Just your underwear. <laughs> what the fuck? I love that you choose this moment to spring this information on me. That apparently we're in the midst of a laundry war that I had no idea existed. And that, sir, is the problem. Living together is so much fun. It's the best. Well, I put my clothes in the hamper yesterday. Last night, I gathered up some clothes by the bed and put them in the hamper. Good. That's how they get washed. <laughs> now, when I find them just laying around, I just fold them and put them back in your drawer, but I don't wash them. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and if your mother had done that to you, we wouldn't be having this problem. You're now. like a fucking super villain. <laughs> oh my God. I was wondering what smelled like cabbage. Oh. <laughs> um, God created laundry hampers for a reason. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) enough of our petty personal problems. It is, uh, fuck, I forgot what the date is. Get it together. It's May 23rd, 1997. And besides the Great Laundry War of 1997, we are 97. We also watched 90210. Yeah, and in 90210, it's not 1997 yet. So. No, it's close. It's Almost. 95. We're getting there. Buffalo Gals <sighs> is the name of the episode because Buffalo it features gals. a couple of gals that used to live in Buffalo, although uh, Valerie technically is from Minnesota. So. I wouldn't even say it features them. I mean, like, they're not really the they're focal it's... point. Why they chose that to be the name of the episode, I don't truly understand, but whatever. I think they're hinting at Valerie having some diabolical plan, but I don't know what it is. You think she has a diabolical plan beyond what she already does? I mean, her diabolical plan so far is just to fuck everyone. Yeah, that's very diabolical. <laughs> I wish that was the fucking war I was in. <laughs> Wait, you want me to fuck everyone? Oh, I mean, that would not be good. No, Valerie. Hey. What? No fucking Valerie. <laughs> no, you. Oh, okay. I could fuck Valerie. <laughs> we, could do, we could do that. <laughs> anyway. 
So this episode ugh, irritated me. Yeah. <laughs> Just all over the place. Buffalo gals. First of all, it's taken it's, from <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Put in California. What is happening? It's a Bob Marley song. Okay. About Buffalo soldiers. Sure. Um It's actually a song about horrible racism, but this episode <laughs> is not quite as racist. It 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 leans heavier into their wealth than most most episodes, I would say. Because yeah, okay, it's Kelly's twenty first birthday. Yeah, and it's gonna hurt because your birthday's coming up, dear. And we're Lord. not going to a fucking Greek theater. What in the hell is happening? Like, and why are there so many people in the bleachers? Are they just what did they buy tickets to watch her fucking celebrate? Like, what the fuck? They're at a concert for Kaz. Okay, so they're at a regular concert. Yes. And somehow they managed to get to have a whole little party set up in front of the stage with food and presents and everything. Yes. How much do you think that cost? Well, they they intimated, although they did not really explain this at all, but they intimated that David was working with Dave Cos to be like a roadie or whatever, like stage manager, just like set stuff up. He was setting stuff up beforehand and everything. He's the one that said he secured the tickets for them. But this isn't just tickets. They, they were on like a platform in front of the stage, in front of the audience. Nat made all kinds of fancy ass food mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of presents and they're acting like, oh, here are your seats and there are their seats and they're so far away from you when they're talking about Valerie and her buddy. Yeah. But like it's all together celebrating Kelly's party. There's not people in that little section that aren't celebrating Kelly's birthday. Correct. Like, I don't understand what they're playing at, but they're playing at that they have a lot of money, yeah. That they're that they went to a that they went to a concert. They made this concert their own little celebration for her party. It's they're drawing ridiculous. In everyone else that wants to see famous fucking jazz musician Dave Koz. Which the music was awful. Let me tell you something. The only thing that makes it believable is that the concert is a Dave Koz concert. Okay. <laughs> so if you asked me, like, if she was going to, uh, I, I don't know, like a No Doubt concert mm. or something like that, or an Alanis Morissette concert... And they were like, she's got a whole row in the front, never the whole section in the front with food at this Alanis Morissette concert. I'd be like, bullshit, fucking hell. That like a giant corporation couldn't do that. Right. But it's a Dave Koz concert. So it's like, you know, how in demand are these tickets? Okay. All right. No offense to jazz musician Dave Koz. (laughs) That's apparently the focal point of this episode for some reason, besides the Buffalo Gals. But it was just the weirdest, weirdest thing that I've ever seen. It's also, like, it's it's almost cruel. Like, Kelly is, Kelly is forcing all these people to listen to jazz right? for her birthday. It's like, hey, do you want to be tortured for my birthday? I mean, is this... Endure this pain to show me how much you love me. <laughs> 
is this her kind of music? Like, did she become pretentious while she was in New York? Even more so, I guess, than she already was? I don't Apparently. know. I don't know. Maybe when you start fucking an artist, uh, the pretension just gets pounded into you. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so that's the other thing. She goes to pick up her boyfriend yeah. to go to this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And he blows her off because he's working on his art. Yeah, he's, he acts like a complete asshole. He's painting some fucking Mark Rothko-style painting. Right. Just like giant blobs of color. Red and orange. No offense to uh, uh, late artist Mark Rothko. But <laughs> but yeah, he's like just drawing uh, these giant blobs of color. He's like, this is terrible. This is my life, Kelly. Fuck you. And I'm thinking like... Well, this guy's a fucking asshole. Right. And then as she leaves, he has this little smile on his face indicating that he has a plan. Right. And I thought the plan was going to be he's going to show up on stage. Hmm. He'll show up on stage, make some kind of preser- presentation, sing an original song or something like that that he wrote. Maybe we'll finally get to see fucking Jamie Walters uh, Ray play and, and <laughs> sing and he can be with him or whatever. None of that happens. No. Instead, he doesn't show up at all right. to the fucking thing. And, and oh, this just occurred to me. Maybe he's the most brilliant person ever. He, he did this all as a cover to not have to go see Jax. Right. <laughs> he's smiling because he came up with a reason to not go see this fucking jazz musician. That makes sense. That makes 100% sense. But Again, he's, no, again no offense to Dave Koz. But he's also a moron because... Yeah. Um, his girlfriend then celebrated her birthday with her two ex-boyfriends. Yeah, sandwiching her. One on each side holding her hand. Oh, yeah, and her mom's like, this is what I've always wanted. <laughs> like, what kind of, what are your fantasies like? Right. It was very weird. Mrs. Taylor, whatever her name is. Like, was there anything normal about this party? I can't think of a single no. thing. I mean, even the presents were too extravagant. Yeah. Like. I do think it's funny, too, how uh, Jackie shows up that's. Kelly's mom's name. Jackie shows up and they're like, yeah, Mel's not going to be here. Oh, the uh, the ex-wife, you know, started crying. So he went to go see her. I'm mildly irritated about it. And it's basically just like the screenwriters are like, we don't have the budget for uh, this guest star, Mel, to be in the episode. So let's just say that he and another guest star that we're not going to pay for are doing something together. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird... If you're going to commit to them getting back together, fucking put some money in the budget for Mel. (laughs) Famous uh, orthodontist to the stars, Mel. Orthodontist? Alrighty. You know what I said. (laughs) I do, and it was orthodontist. (laughs) Anyway. Apparently we're we're in a grammar war, too, I guess. (laughs) And I must be the uh, allies, because I'm I'm fighting against a grammar Nazi. Hey, now. Oh, what else fun happened on Kelly's birthday was first thing in the morning, Brandon shows up at her house with flowers, and Claire tries (laughs) to intercept him. Claire's looking real good, isn't she? She's fine. Her hair's all poofy. I don't like her hair. I like her hair a lot. But She reminds me of you now. When I said she reminds me of me, like, when I agreed with that, it wasn't the way she looks. You no. think she looks like me? Yes. Oh, no. See, I just think that we her have a boobs, similar personality. Her boobs are smaller, but huh. other than that, yes. Interesting. Personality-wise, I can see it, too. 
So I hate her hair. My hair will never look like that. No, I, your hair probably wouldn't look good like that, but hers does. Yeah. Flat, she's got flat, a thinner face. Flat hair doesn't look good on her. You need to have a thin face for short hair. Well, her hair's not that short. It's just poofed. It's big. I don't think it's long. There's just a lot of it. It's like shoulder length. You think that's shoulder length hair that's poofed out like that? yes. Okay, whatever. Anyway, she tries to intercept Brandon and the flowers, and she's like, oh, Kelly was up really late last night. She's still sleeping. You know, she's in bed. She's got morning breath. You know, cock on her breath. And he just plows past her right to Kelly's bedroom like an idiot. There was plowing uh, the night before as well. So that's how he meets her new boyfriend, because they beat at her bedroom door. Oh, my God. Are you just fucking setting me up for these? What? There was beating going on last night. <laughs> what the fuck? But not the kind of beating that uh, fucking Ray did to Donna. No. Which we'll get to. Will we? Because I don't. Oh, I'm beginning well, to think well, that it's never coming oh, back it's, up. It's never coming back. Like, I, I, I have many things to say about it, but let's, let's continue with this. <laughs> Travesty. I mean, that's really it. He just gives her the flowers and walks away all sad. And it's like, you're kind of pathetic, Brandon. Um, But yeah, so somehow him and Dylan both go to her party. Because they got invited and then they they drove. That's how. But I mean, it's like. Somehow. They've both been hurt by her recently. Why do they want to go do this bullshit? And then they sit next to her. Everybody loves Kelly Taylor. That's why. Because she's precious blonde Kelly Taylor. (laughs) And um, let's see, Claire was shopping with Donna. Donna Reed. And they run into Valerie and her friend. What the fuck's her friend na- friend's Shelley name? Shelly Febre. No. Ginger. She's ginger. The, she's the ginger ginger. And apparently Ginger bought Kelly, who she hardly knows, re- earrings with real sapphires. Yeah. Are sapphires super expensive? They're, they're real gems, so I think any real gem is pretty expensive. I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about gemology. <laughs> Sapphire is her birthstone, so this is September. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, too, because it's the beginning of season one, and that would, or not season one, it's the beginning beginning of season six, and that would have aired in September. So, yeah, so it's her birthday must be in September. I know that because my mom's birthday is in September, so. Cool. Sapphire. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) So, I mean, it's kind of weird. We're also in a snark war. Yep. We're we're in all kinds of wars all over the place. It's awesome. It's a fun place. War of the Roses. Right. With Kathleen Turner and, and Kurt Douglas. No, Michael Douglas. So... Okay, so they run into them shopping, whatever. Claire and Donna totally blow them off. It's so obvious they don't want to be with them. Yeah, everyone... So they lean heavily into the fact that everyone hates Valerie. Yeah. So these earrings, though, are are insane. Like, they even comment, like, are those real? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we're rich, and we even think it's expensive. Right. Which apparently she bought for 100 bucks. Oh, when did they say how much it costs? Or 200 bucks, sorry. Uh, I assume that she used the $200 she stole from fucking Brandon. Well, we're going to go right into that, huh? So, yeah, there's a lot of things missing <laughs> throughout the episode. Well, I mean, like, what's, what, do you want, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> that intersects well, with this storyline. I didn't think she spent it all on the Where earrings. were you going to go with this? I don't know, probably there. So, 
Yeah. So Brandon's missing $200. Uh, from so, his cookie jar. Because he puts his fucking mad money in, a, in his cookie jar like he's a 1960s housewife. What a dork. Um, Steve, who has moved in with... It's his pin money. <laughs> Steve, who has moved in with Brandon and... Ginger, Ginger and, Valerie. and Valerie. So why he chose to move out of the frat house, like, did they even give an explanation? No, uh, the tile is dirty. That's, that's basically <laughs> all he says. The bathroom's dirty. Right. They want an excuse to have Brandon and, and Ian Ziering together. The, act, the actor Ian Ziering. Maybe Steve we'll see more of Steve now that he's living in, you know, Brandon's yeah. house. I think it's funny because uh, Ginger's smoking pot and they think it's Valerie. And he's like, oh, you're going to have to punish her. What? Here's a good punishment. She has to play basketball with me. But she has to play basketball with me naked. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, there are not thing, there are not many things less sexy than basketball when, right. when you're naked, right? And that's a lot really of like painful some crouching and like there's there's <laughs> there's not it's like not all naked time is good time. And the titties would just be flying everywhere. Yeah, no, it's no good. Um, and second of all, he had his chance with her. They fucked. She said she wanted to lie for him. She wanted to be there for him or whatever. And he said no. Yeah. What the fuck? I think he just wants to fuck her again. That's all. I, I think that the writers don't know what they want to do ever. Right? They just kind of flip-flop back and forth on everything. Yeah. There's, there's a wild inconsistency. But so Steve has moved in. They're getting ready to go to the party, and he can't find his Cartier gold watch. His dad's Cartier, or the one his dad gave him for his 18th birthday. Cartier. What 18-year-old needs a Cartier gold watch? Some rich one. That's ridiculous. That makes me ill. I know. It's probably like a, uh, literally probably like a $20,000 watch. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, you probably just misplaced it. Your room's so messy. He's like, I wouldn't replace that. No shit. If you would, then are you wiping your ass with $100 bills? You don't re- 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 You don't misplace. Oh, and I said one thing wrong <laughs> earlier that you thoroughly rinsed me for? I'm sorry. I didn't have word salad just come out of my mouth. <laughs> I know it's close to lunchtime, but. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you don't misplace a $20,000 watch. Right. So then, while they're at this stupid party... Yeah. First of all... Oh, wait. Before we go to the party... Okay, let's... Yeah. Donna before, and Ray. Before we go to the party, let's buy some earplugs. Because it is jazz musician <laughs> right? Dave Goss. No offense to jazz musician Dave Goss. When Donna gets home from shopping... Yes. Ray is waiting for her. And... She's pissed. She doesn't want to talk to him. And then he basically, like you said, he was like basically trying to break up with her. Yes. And then he's she, like, "I'm poison." He's like, "I'm poison. I'm no good for you. I'm just going to drag you down." And you go correct. <laughs> and then she's like talking about the party, and he's like, "I'm not going." And she's like, "You better go, or else we're done. Don't bother showing up again." Like. He was trying to break up with you. Like, what threat is this? But he goes. So he wasn't trying that hard, obviously. He's like, everyone, all your friends think I'm a, a thief. Yeah. And I can't take it and I don't want to be around it. Uh, you should have maybe fought harder against it then. Right? I guess. And we didn't get a full explanation for that. 
But I have my suspicions, but, you know, we'll see. Um, what? I have my suspicions of what happened with the ring. Okay. We'll get there in a second. But what I think is funny is she's t- she's like, you changed so much during the summer and everything and stuff. And, like, you know, things are better between us. And it's, God, this is a terrible message to send to girls. Yeah. Oh, he fucking beat on her and stuff and pushed her down the stairs and everything. Asked uh, his mom how his dad could possibly get away with beating her so that he could fucking do it. And then they go on one boat trip with her parents and it's like, you've changed. I've changed you. I've successfully done it. And she looks right at the camera and goes, see, hear that all? All the girls out there? Right. You can change him. (laughs) Just stick it out. So This is not good. No, I don't. Don't broach this subject. If you're not going to fucking go all the way with it, they broach this. Uh, th- that's how bad I am. I'm throwing bottles around. <laughs> they, they broach the subject of abuse. Big fucking subject. And then they cower away from it. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to act like he's an okay guy. He is not an okay guy. No, this is no good. So she gets him to go to the party with her. They walk in. Everybody's staring at daggers at him. Yeah. Everyone hates him. And then him and Steve get into it. Steve's like. He's a fucking thief, right. and he's probably stole my watch. I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know how. Right? He just moved into that fucking house. Like he he suggests that Ray might have stole the two hundred dollars from the cookie jar because that was there when for some reason when they were destroying the house and having the party, right? But Steve's watch wasn't. He hadn't moved in yet. Didn't move into this episode. Did the writers forget the continuity of their own episode they were writing? Apparently. How could Ray have stolen that? He hadn't been in the house since that watch was there. Well, I I mean, I kind of just got the impression that it was just a stupid thing to say. He was just saying to piss him off, honestly. I guess. I don't know. But so Ray gets all pissed off and he leaves. Yeah. But Valerie chases him out. Not Donna. Yes. Right there. Big red flag. That's weird. I guess. Donna was like, well, Donna was going to go, and Kelly's like, every time he storms off, you chase after him. Fuck him. And she was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, okay, so Valerie gets him to come back. Valerie says, I can clear this whole mm-hmm. thing up. And he's like, why would you do that? She says, I have my own reasons. And he says, you always do. Yeah. Really bad dialogue. Yeah. And so he gets her, she gets him to come back. And then she shows... Well, here's the thing. It's established prior that Ginger has been stealing. Yeah. We, we see the $200 in a little, like, I don't know, fucking... What would you call that? It's like some metal... It's a metal cylinder, but I don't know what it is. What it's supposed to, what's supposed to be in there. I don't know. Well, anyway, yeah. Valerie gets there, and she fucking opens it up and is like, look at all this. Here's the fucking watch. Yep. And Brandon's diamond ring... Which he didn't even know was missing. <clears throat> this diamond ring used to something. You, you know, you know what that that song? This diamond ring used to mean something wonderful. And this, yeah, diamond- yeah, yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had to sing. <laughs> and Kelly's like, you, you kept that ring. Like she looks all touched about it. Like, and then fucking uh, Dylan's like, I'll take it back. What? <laughs> <clears throat> Don't get yourself involved in this shit. Right. He's like, I've been busy in the summer. That's what Brandon says. So so then uh, Valerie and Ginger take off because, you know, Ginger's horrible now. And Valerie's- well, yeah. Also, yeah, I guess we should finish. Valerie's like, look, she, told, she stole all the stuff. She, and I think the implication is she stole the ring from the boat. I don't think so. And planted it on Ray. 
but I'm not sure exactly how that happens because when did she have the, I know she was at the party, but when I'd have to go back and look at that episode to see if she actually had the opportunity to do that. Well, but I don't see what her motivation would be. She doesn't know these people. That's part of the, this is part of all the part of the plan, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess. But she outs her and she's like, you know, I, I she's a friend of mine and everything, but she can't fucking steal from you people. You you people are gods of Beverly Hills. <laughs> You're the best in the world. I just grovel at your fucking feet. She she really lays it on thick. And they're all like, oh, Valerie. So, Seeing you in a new light. Right. So she uh, she takes Ginger to the airport and Ginger's going back to Buffalo, which I guess was the plan all along. Well, here's the thing that's so funny. They drive to the airport, they park, and she goes, I just have one thing to say to you. And what did she say? She's like, I just have one thing to say to you. Uh, you're the best, or whatever. Yeah, like, something like, like that. Something to reveal, which I already figured out, that they were in on this together. Right. But what I think is funny is that just presumes that they drove all the way from the fucking party in stark silence <laughs> till they got to the airport, and then she was like, now nah, I'm going to reveal that. Uh, right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. So, yeah, Ginger's gone, which I'm kind of glad because I didn't really like her. And now it's Valerie living with Steve and Brandon well, she's, by herself. Yeah, she's like, why did you want to, why do you want to impress these people? And she's like, oh, you know, whatever. Maybe I like avocado heads. Yeah, because that's apparently what she's been calling them. So, I don't get it. Did she do it because she wants to be ingratiated into the group and she wants to feel like a part of something or do, or does she have an ulterior motive? Well, I think that is an ulterior motive. I mean, to use deception to get acceptance. I mean, in and of itself, it's yeah, but not I great. Mean, like, I don't know. I feel like there's something more sinister under the surface. I don't. She's going to like rob all these people or something. No, she doesn't need to. She has her own money. Yeah, that's true. So then at this party, Donna gets wasted yeah. Like prom wasted. Oh yeah, yeah. And She's, just she like, loves champagne. Yeah, and just like prom, Mel's not even there to overserve her. Um, you know that because that's what happened last time. Right? No, she's doing it herself. Kelly's like, it's she's arguing with who was trying to take the bottle, Brandon, I think. And Kelly's yeah. like, it's okay, I'll drive her home. Kelly should not have to be the designated driver at her own twenty first birthday party. Agreed. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. I love how like <clears throat> dismissive you were of like uh, in the morning. You're you're like. She should already be wasted. It's her twenty first birthday. No, I, I didn't say that. No, I know what you said. <laughs> but that's what twenty first birthdays are for. Yeah, yeah. We either know or don't. I don't know. You'll never know. Right. <laughs> we are. We we are either over twenty one or a different age. <laughs> hmm. But Donna then tries to seduce Ray because she's drunk. She's trying she to dress. She tries to fucking throw herself at him. Yeah, she she's like dancing around. She's trying to take her top off. She's Doing like, strip make love to me. <laughs> yeah, tonight's the night. And I call shenanigans. Okay, they're trying to make him like I said, look like a good guy, but oh, he's not yes. a good guy. They and bend over backwards to like with this whole show and everything. They bend over backwards to make it see to make like us to be sympathetic towards him. Yeah, because like a month ago. He would have totally fucked her. It wouldn't matter if she was drunk. Absolutely. So, and he should now. Like, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't. Right, but they're but not being true to his character. This character absolutely would. Yeah. Because like, what is he? A fucking? Uh, does he have split personality? 
Right. Shorter is like, what the fuck is going on? Because half the time he's an asshole and half the time he's acting like a saint. Yeah, he's always like, oh, you never show me you love me. You never have sex with me. Like, and you know, I'm sorry, but just from his point of view, do it once and then it's over. She's not a virgin anymore. You're going to get fucked again. So I don't right. understand the hesitation. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, other I mean, because he's not a good person. If he was, it'd be different. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't do this. Right. But this guy would. Yeah. And then he says to, and as if this isn't heavy handed enough, he comes out to Kelly and he's like, uh, cake, do you mind if I crash on your couch? I, I got down into bed and everything, you know, she's, uh, you know, acting all wild and stuff like that, like, you know, and everything and kind of intimating that she was throwing herself right. at him. And she's like, oh yeah, she's famous for that. And, uh, um, she goes, she says, she just straight out says, you're a good guy, Ray. Right. Fuck you. He's not. He's not. He's not a good guy. You can't do the shit that they had him do and then come back from that. Yeah, cheat on her, throw her down the stairs, and now he's her Prince Charming. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit. It's not how life works, young ladies out there. Right. But that is the episode. Is it? No, I it's think. not. No. We've got other... Th- uh, yeah, okay, but we got other things to talk about. All right, well, I think we maybe need to pause. No, no, we can finish it up. Because there's really only one other thing to Okay, go. What, what else do we have to say? Dylan. You keep forgetting about Dylan's storyline. Because it's We're in stupid. another war right now. Give me those daggers. <laughs> Continue. Dylan, uh, apparently Brandon printed a picture of this guy off the internet right which is he's like i got a gif from the internet which apparently is his contribution to like dylan couldn't have done this and it's a i don't know a character actor and he's like here it's this character actor this is the guy that killed your dad and (laughs) dylan goes to dylan does the smartest thing you can do when you're planning on uh trying to i guess murder a dude in cold blood he grabs a gun, goes to the place where the guy is uh, works or owns, and uh, walks up, follows him, gets in the elevator with him and his two security guards, stares him down the entire elevator ride. Yeah, he, he definitely made himself seem like a weirdo. Get off, get off at the same floor and try to follow all three of them into the place that they're going. And then the security's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, this is a publishing company, even though it clearly says it's not. Uh it says not a publishing company on the side <laughs> next door. And he's like, no, that's one floor up. And he's like, oh, okay. It's like, okay, good luck getting close to him again. Like, if they ever see you again, they're going to be on such high alerts. Yeah. Like, if, if you want to do a suicide mission where you just blow this dude's brains out and you don't care if the guards kill you because they're obviously they're going to, then that's that was your opportunity. Yeah. And you're right, he's not going to get another one. But good, because we don't really want him to do that. I guess. Because that would tank his life. Yes, being killed. <laughs> typically, or killing, typically tanks someone's life. Or killing somebody else. Even if he didn't get killed and he'd end up in prison or whatever. But yes, I don't think that would be good. <laughs> Now that's the episode. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Uh-huh. And check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Oh, yeah. 
and tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.